1: this is the fly moto 60 show
2: presented by
1: maxis tires pro taper and get data on PulpMX.com. taking
2: your calls and looking ahead to the races with your host steve Mattis.
3: welcome everybody fly racing moto 60 show presented by get Pro Taper and Maxis Tires is now live, coming at you, round seven, Lucas Oil AMA Pro Motocross Championships coming up this weekend at Red Bud. Great track, great facility, and uh, really, really, really epic races over the years will be held at Red Bud, and uh, yeah, I don't need to tell you much more about it. If If you know anything about the motocross series, you follow Red Bud, you know how bitchin' that place is. And uh, thank you for listening. Appreciate it. We are going to give away a fly racing backpack today. Uh, Two pairs of tickets to Millville courtesy of the folks at Max's and a pair of MXST tires, a brand-new tire from uh, Max's folks. 702-586-7857. Give us a call and uh, let us know what you think about the races, or if you have any questions at all. Jason Wygant will join us, and Jake Nichols will join us. Jake Nichols making the trek over from England, a longtime MXGP rider. He has made the trip over from uh, England to Canada to pick up some bikes. And then he will be going to uh, Red Bud this weekend. This guy got third overall a few weeks, uh, not a few weeks, a month ago or so up in Canada. So I think he'll do uh, pretty well at Red Bud. I, I think I could see Jake breaking the top 10. And uh, yeah, so lots to talk about when it comes to Red Bud, when it comes to the National Series in general, or even uh, Supercross if you want to. Wygant Nichols on the show, flyracing.com, please go to your local dealer, yell at them that you want Fly Racing, give me my Fly Racing, is what you want to yell at them, and then uh, they will break open a catalog, and you will be amazed at all the things that Fly Racing has for you, Blake Baggett, Weston Pike, Benny Bloss, Dylan Merriam, Zach Osborne, Ben LeMay, Heath Harris, I mean, so many guys wear Fly Racing, and uh, it's great stuff, and uh, from helmets to gloves to jerseys to boots. The hard parts, whatever it is fly racing has got you covered um, no problem there, also too, thanks to the folks at get there was only one solution to improve your bike 's performance get get with the brand new get engine control uh, ECU unit, ECU units for two two and four stroke bikes you 'll feel like riding a totally different bike improved rideability, maximized performance improved throttle response are all uh, on board when you get a, uh, a get get and also to uh, get I should say getdata.it, by the way for the address of that pro taper. Geico Honda, Rockstar Husky, JGR Suzuki, Rockstar Energy Husky worldwide all use Pro Taper drive and control components. Uh, great guys at Pro Taper, and uh, they've got a lot of really cool stuff, whether it's uh, the. Um, uh, Fusion bar, the micro, micro bar, the one-third waffle grip, twister throttle tube, just some of the examples of how Pro, ProTaper continues to elevate and continues to push the limits of your drive and control components. If you go to the website, you'd be very surprised on all the stuff that ProTaper has for your motorcycle. Um, also too, we want to thank the folks at Maxis. Jeremy McGrath uses Maxis on his uh, 2019 Cowie MXST tire is out now. You know that Maxis delivers the best tires for your bike, but did you know that Maxis also offers high quality tires for your car, light truck, trailer, ATV, mountain bike, and more? Maxis.com. Just ask Jeremy McGrath. Um, the Maxis A- MXST tires, like I said, tuned, uh, tuned for your bike, and tuned to compete against anything out there. These guys, they know how to make tires, and uh, the MXST is uh, is out. So we're going to have tests on them very shortly on pulpamex.com, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll tell you what we think about that. Also, uh, taking your calls, producing the show, holding things down over there. V, Tits Legendary. Hey, Steve. What's up? What's up? What about Travis Marks on Monday night's pulpamex show and that story? You know,
4: you think you That's know That's your friend. I gr- he, you told me to hire him for your spot. Had I known what I know now, mm. oh boy, you can be sure that I would have. Yeah, uh, no, yeah. I would have kept doing it. Only I would have said, you need to start bringing this stuff up sooner. I had no idea he was a swinger. Yeah, I mean, I never, no idea. Yeah. Him
3: and Jason Ellis. Just yeah.
4: going at it. Um, sh- sh- Eskimo
3: brothers or something he, he like that. He made a big mistake in, in talking about that story. Because yeah,
4: that's not going away anytime
3: soon. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. And uh, yeah, Travis Marks, everybody. That's probably
4: only the tip of the iceberg, too. You just well, you got to. Figure right, yeah. You, <laughs> you
3: got you, you to figure. That's the tamest thing he's got. Oh yeah, because he, he offered that up with
4: zero uh, yeah. hesitancy. He's right. Like
3: yeah, so. No does his wife Courtney know about this story? Well, he said no. I know, but she knows now. Yeah, you can be sure. So I'm wondering. I'm wondering. Yeah, like th- did she find out? Chris Kiefer's uh, coming in Monday. He has a lot of questions. You should make Travis bring Courtney onto the show so he, he can he can quiz her right away. He has said no. He has said that is not going to happen. I'll, I'll push for it. We'll all see right, what I can okay. do. Yeah, I'll, so, I'll try and try and get that done. All right. Let's get Wagon on the phone. 702-586-7857. Fantasy. Also, everybody, go ahead and play that. Uh, we've been giving away prizes for that, and uh, people have been really enjoying that. So, 702-586-7857. Got two pairs of tickets to Millville. To give away, courtesy of the folks at Maxis, got a pair of MXST tires as well and a fly racing backpack, uh, all for uh, for lucky callers today at 702-586-7857. Uh, yeah, looking forward to another great race between Marvin Muskan and Eli Tomac this weekend at Red Bud. They were fantastic at Southwick and great at High Point as well. So seems to me those guys are getting a little bit above everybody else. I mean, look, there's uh, Kenny Roxon, Justin Barsha, um, Blake Baggett and all that, but um, man, those guys are just kind of raising the level right now. So I'm interested to see. Marsha's very good at Redbud; yeah. he's won there before, but he's also very good at Southwick, and we saw what happened. So uh, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to continue to see some beatdowns from Eli and uh, and Marv uh, of the other great riders. Man, I was very surprised this weekend to see what they did. Uh, not that they beat him, but just how how bad they beat him. But uh, man, those guys got to be a little depressed right now that Marv and Eli. Could be so far in front of him. I know it's a sand track and all that, but like I said, Barsha's good there, man. So uh, plenty of stuff to talk about. And, of course, the 250 title, Plessinger, Amart, going at it. Uh, They broke away even more from Justin Cooper this weekend and Austin Forkner as well, who uh, lost a a certain first or second overall late in the race. Um, They are pretty far back right now in points. So uh, Dylan Ferranes will certainly come up and steal some points. Uh, he's looking good, but he, I think he's out of this title. So, uh, all right, to talk about that and much more from racerex Online. He's the voice of the Lucas uh, AMA Pro Motocross Championships. Jason Wagen, what's up, Weege? Yeah. What's happening?
1: I've been on the show like uh, maybe one time in Supercross. I know. sixty. I'm not even. I don't even know what I'm doing here. I'm totally out, uh, rusty and I, out of practice.
3: I try to not. You know, you're a busy guy. I don't want to take all your time. You know, but it was time for you to come back. It was time for you to come back. I think back you
1: on. like. Uh, I think you like getting different voices in there.
3: I do. You're absolutely right. So uh, you're one. Of, you're one of them. Uh, Jake Nichols okay. will be on too. He is going to race Redbud this weekend. That's cool. It'll be neat for the series.
1: Whoa! What? 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 What's the occasion? Uh,
3: he just he wants to ride for Great Britain for MXDN. Oh, cool! And he's back home locally. He's not racing MXGPs anymore. So he wants to get some time on Redbud. I like that. So, All right. Yeah. Um, okay. Cooper Webb came back. Justin Bogle came back. That's really good for the class, although I was surprised that Bogle was that bad. Um, but let's switch to the front first before we talk about those guys. And I have I have a huge, very important question to ask you about some 250 riders, okay? So I just want to oh. I I oh. prepare you for that. All right. Okay. Um, first up, though, uh, fantastic racing between ET and Marv uh, at High Point and this weekend at Southwick in that first moto. Um, do we see more of that? Or do can somehow Baggett, Roxen, Barsha get close to these guys or get in between them? Like, as this thing goes on, and we've seen it over the years, people sort of realize their spots. They sort of find their homes. And I hope we see some guys getting in the mix.
1: Yeah, it is rarer, especially in the 450 class, uh, for things to start changing rapidly in the second half of the year. Now, when there's two guys battling, you do see sometimes things tip you know, the opposite direction for what was at the beginning of the year. But to see the third, fourth, fifth place guy suddenly become the best guy, um yeah. doesn't happen. You de- you definitely see it a lot between rounds one, two, three. That happens a lot. Everyone's kinda guessing when they go into Hangtown and some dudes are on it and some guys are a complete mess and then they get it fixed in two or three races. But a lot of times at that level when you've got experienced riders and teams, yeah, they're not still completely lost by round six where they then they're gonna suddenly find something. Yep. Um yeah, and A lot of what I'm talking about here, I hate to tell you this, but a lot of it is, uh, I'm sorry, it's bike setup, sorry.
3: Oh, bike setup, really? Sorry. All of it, yeah? Mm-hmm. So Barch is going to tweak a few things on his compression and, and high-speed rebound and just get right in the mix?
1: No, what I'm saying is now it's done. Like, I think they've made most of the changes they can oh, make.
3: Oh, okay. Change round one, two, and Got three. It. Right.
1: All right. the changes then are, I hate oh. to say, a lot of bike setup. But I don't think there's a lot more bike setup left by round six. Oh, we'll keep
3: hearing about it. Oh, I have no doubt. Okay. Um,
1: no, well, hey, Cali said they changed something for Moto Two, and Tomac was better.
3: Yeah, they changed his fork height like one millimeter.
1: There you go, bro. Um, Look at that. The
3: the uh, the gap between those guys. I wrote about it in my column on Racer i uh, I'm very surprised it was that big. You?
1: Yeah, I am too. I mean, if you were to quiz um, guys like Barsha or Roxon a couple years ago, and say, do you think? Marvin Moosecan will get to the point where you can't touch him. They'd be like, Marvin? <laughs> no, right. I can see Eli getting on a roll. Yeah, but I'll, I'll handle Marvin all day. But for the most part, over this last year, year and a half, um, most people haven't. You know, we were getting all hyped up over Tomac roxan battles being back, but let's be honest, there have been some pretty titanic Tomac Moosecan battles. It's pretty normal, like. He's just that good. I don't know. I don't know if they're going to get to that level. Like, yeah,
3: I don't know either, man. Um, Barsh yeah. is good at Redbud, but he's also good at Southwick. So, you know, yeah. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Um, he did tell me uh, after the race, Barsh said press conference, that this Southwick is not the way it was when he really, really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that's something.
3: Yeah, maybe. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if uh, someone can get in the mix. Kenny Roxon's going backwards from Lakewood. He is going backwards somehow. He has got to be frustrated.
1: Yeah, and that's what ran through my mind when I said, you know, we built up these rocks and tomac battles are back, and who knew that that was actually, Colorado would be one of the last ones, and that we'd just be back to Tomac-Marvin again. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know, it does coincide with switching suspension. I can't imagine they're that dumb, and they made a decision that made them worse. But on paper, the results have not been as good since then.
3: Yeah, I don't, I I mean, obviously Kenny felt greater comfort with the KYB stuff, and that's why he did it, you know? so.
1: You know, but they haven't been as good.
3: No, no, not then. at all. But I, I, I don't, nope. I don't put the finger at suspension. But uh, I do right. find it odd that you would have your best race of the year and then change. That that is odd. But hey, whatever. He must have felt yeah. more comfy. It's not like it was worse. It's not like he said this is worse. But I'm going this way. You know.
1: No. I, look, I think, I think Eli just keeps getting better, and the only guy that's been able to get back up there is, uh, is Marvin he's the only guy I think that's been able to ratchet it up I mean Marvin is so vastly improved mm-hmm. from where he was at Glen Helen and even Colorado he really wasn't he was maybe the fourth best guy early in the year yeah, yeah yep. now yep. he's a clear second and almost as good as the leader
3: yeah no absolutely man It's uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, so getting back to Bogle and Webb Webb I thought was okay mm-hmm. top ten yeah. both motos I mean look Lorenzo Crucio beat him and you know, you can you can point the finger to that, but hey, it's his first race; it's in the sand. he he mentioned he wasn't totally ready, not you know, but still, great job for Lucrillo. But um, Bogle's got to be better, right? Bogle's got to be in the top ten this weekend, or he needs to be.
1: Yeah, but I think he, I, I think he might. I mean, man, that track was, that track was brutal. So. I think if you're in any way off the back physically, working your way back, not mm-hmm. in 100% race shape. I mean, isn't it going to just be magnified unbelievably as Southwick? Plus, uh, not like these are marathons and people don't really plan strategy, but Bogle getting those hole shots and then probably riding his guts out for three laps laps—it's probably worse yeah. for the overall result. Yeah. Probably, I would think you could expend less energy by starting 12th and just trying to maintain 12th yeah. than riding over your head for three laps because you got a hole shot. So, Yep. Yeah, I think it'll be a lot better. I, I, I think would hope top so. 10 could be as soon as now.
3: You are yeah. our JGR insider. Is Justin Hill racing?
1: I uh, haven't checked on that. Yeah, oh, okay. good. Uh, yeah. Good question. Yes, I know he had a hole in his arm. Yeah,
3: I had to yeah. go to the hospital. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, if he lines yeah. up. Um Hey, you wrote this week a column on RacerX online about the motocross of nations and went through the yep. different various things that are going on. Um, what's your thoughts on all of that?
1: Well, this is a tough decision right now. I just feel like Anderson has been forgotten about. Uh, he wants to be on the team bad. He probably would be riding him well enough right now to justify that. But to put him on the team now, it's a complete mystery. Uh, he wants to be back by Unadilla, but they usually have the team picked at Unadilla. Yeah. So yeah. if you are Team USA, do you pick the guy based on what we assume he'll be able to get back to but haven't seen? Or do you just go with a guy like Barsha, who's obviously a sure thing? Now, this is going to all change. Dudes are going to get hurt between now and October. Happens a lot. But we can only pick on what we know right now. I mean, Barsha's been fine. You, there's no, you, you can't argue Barsha's uh, performance here. He's this done well at those
3: nations in the past. I, 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 do, put some, yeah, I do put some, uh, some weight on that.
1: Yes. Yes. So, there's nothing wrong at all with just saying Barsha and Tomac are the two 450 guys. No one would say that's ridiculous. But, Anderson has to be at least considered... That's just a tough decision, and we haven't had these types of decisions to make in a long time.
3: Let's not forget, too, there's a a lot of sentiment in the pits that Roger leans heavily for KTM slash Husqvarna guys.
1: Well, that's what I figured would help. Uh, Certainly, it's like you're going to get – I could see in a different scenario being like, the dude's hurt, he's not even racing. Nah. But you would think they'd give a little more rope here. Yeah, um, yep. and check a little bit more closely, or maybe even go watch him ride. Yeah, you know, the week before Unadilla or something yeah. like that. Um, um, do you,
3: if you're Roger, yeah. and we know we like the pomp and circumstances of picking the team at Unadilla, and we roll them out at the top of Gravity Cavity, and everybody cheers and pounds some beers. Mm-hmm. Do, yeah. Why don't we just wait?
1: Well, what, when do they have to announce a bike? Can they wait?
3: I would think so. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no? if they could wait, yeah, I think they should. I mean, especially, dude, the race is two months later. I know, I know. And the amount of things that can happen. I mean, I mean Barsha could turn an ankle in the very next moto.
3: Yeah, from, so, what, from what I know of the Canadian guys, it has to be in 30 days before. So you have time.
1: Yeah, so they yeah. at least have until Ironman, and even later. Yeah. But yeah, you might as well wait. Why not? I, yeah, I, I think you've got to give Anderson a fair shake, because he, he did this two years ago, and it worked out fine. He actually won a moto did the same thing, missed most of the races, came back at the end. Yep. He's got two months to prepare. And just like you can't argue Barsha having in the team, it'd be hard for anyone to say having Tomac and the Supercross champion Anderson is garbage. Like, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, yeah. you have to respect Anderson and at least give him a shot.
3: Yep. And uh, uh, I put But the... I don't
1: want to be the one picking. That's going to be tough.
3: Well, for sure. I mean, you're going to hurt some feelings either way. Either way you go. Well, yeah, um, but isn't yep. it
1: so weird where we couldn't even get dudes? Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly it's so opposite um, Hey, so, um, what about Anderson, Telmac Bam Bam on the 250F
1: I completely thought about that Like, that was 100% in my sights And I'm like, nope As logical as that is People are just going to say I'm an idiot For even throwing that out there
3: Well, but, I, I did on Twitter the other day So,
1: Dude, it's been done plenty of times And it has worked out well plenty of times By both American riders and these other teams There's nothing wrong with it. Why
3: why do we never think about that? I mean, last time we did it was 88. 1988, Wardy rode
1: 125s. Yeah, how'd it work out? Yeah, great. Just fine. Yep. Yep. The great Jean-Michel Bale. The great Jean-Michel Bale, the 125 world champion at the time, and Wardy just battled him in every moto, no problem.
3: Yep. And Van Van Horbeek has dropped down. Has had good results. Caroli has dropped down. Geyser has dropped down, I believe. It's worked. It's done. It's happened.
1: I think in this particular situation... I don't think there's enough overwhelming evidence that Barsha would be so far superior to Plessinger that it's worth doing. But if the 250 class keeps getting decimated even more, if we're really starting to – you know, Plessinger's fine. I think Amart's fine. He's been on the team before. He's done well. But if even those guys start getting hurt and now you're really scratching, please – Please do it. I mean, uh, can you really say that Barsha is going to be way better on a 250 than Plessinger? I don't know if you could say that.
3: No. No, you can't, but uh, no. he's been there before. He's got experience. He's a very worthy yeah. choice. And guess what? This just yeah. in. He revs his shit out of his bikes. He'll be fine. <laughs> you know?
1: I also think there's something to saying, look, man, this is our all-star team. We're just picking the three best riders, and we're going to sort it out. Yep. We're picking the three best guys. Not the best hey, 250 hey, guy, no. which is technically supposed to be the secondary class.
3: No, and, and newsflash. Six losses in a row. It's not working. Maybe try something different. The, the definition Look, of insanity is just pounding your head against the wall, doing the same thing.
1: And especially, by the way, the 250 results for the team have really been a problem. Yeah, It's been a major problem. Yeah. I feel like Osborne being good in that one qualifier last year was like the first sign of anything decent from a 250 rider in that race for the United States in years. Yeah. Tomek had a good run going in Tall, but he crashed for the most part. How many times have you gone to these donations, saw the American 250 guys start like 15th and just not move up?
3: Yeah, including including our buddy Amar, too, by the way. Um, yeah, he was okay. Yeah, he was okay. He wasn't like, oh, my yeah. God. No, no, not yeah. at all. Uh, 702-586-7857. Uh, let's go to the phones. Nathan, what's happening?
4: Hey, what's up, guys? What's your um, question? So, I've been to Red Bud before multiple times um, and plan on going there for the designations this year. So I'm planning on going taking my girlfriend. Now... She's been to two Supercrosses before, so she understands the dirt bike racing. But I just wanted you guys' opinion. Do I take her to Redbud this weekend to break her break her in to the nationals and the craziness of Redbud, or do I just
3: wait? Uh, and I think you wait. Let it all lose. How scared are you of possibly you know uh, losing her in Lot B? Are you scared of that possibility, or how, how is she?
4: A little worried if she hears the right accent, she might
1: go flocking away. So.
3: Oh, boy. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Oh. What do you okay. think? We each bring her to the national or just rates of red or designations?
1: I think I'd wait because if you're not super into the sport, I think anyone can appreciate country versus country and wild fans from all over the world. And you know, these people are going to bring it. The Euro fans are going to be there and it's going to be awesome. Ooh. I don't think anyone, That's even if you one. don't like sports, couldn't go to that and say, dude, this is awesome. Um, so I wouldn't tempt fate. I mean, what if she goes and she just says, "I don't care. It was hot, and I didn't like it, and then she doesn't want to go." I don't think anyone can resist yeah. the uh, international flair.
3: And the weather but will be I mean, the weather should be mint, yeah. you know, in fall in Michigan. That'd be that'd be perfect. Yeah. Alrighty. Yeah. a okay. Good point. Thanks, man. Thank you, guys. Yep. Thanks. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an excellent point.
1: Don't, don't bring her this Well, way. my wife, uh, you know, I've brought her some nationals, and it's not the greatest experience. But oh. Budge Creek 07 donations was one of the most fun things ever. It's just a totally different scenario.
3: Uh, Pookie went to a national, I don't even know, like 09. That's it. Like never, she will never go back. Like that's it. So
1: um, uh, She loves herself some Supercross.
3: Yeah, she is Supercross only. She asked me the other weekend if I was going to High Point or Ponca City. She said, "She said, Where are you going this weekend? High Point, Ponca City.' What? I'm like, 'What? What? That, that is how Supercross only she is.'
1: Yeah, but to know what Ponca City is, I, is I don't, bizarre.
3: I don't even know how she knew the word, punk, yes. the words Ponca City. Ponca City. But somehow <laughs> it was in her brain, and and That's she asked okay. me that. Yeah. So, um, so we, hey, we talk about. Uh, look, there's clear, there's there's separations right now. Uh, there's Marvin. There's Eli, and maybe." I don't want to base everything off of one race, but I do feel there's a slight—not as big as Southwick—but there is a slight gap to Baggett, Roxon, and um, and uh, Baggett, Roxon, and um, uh, why am I fading right? Barsha, sorry, Barsha.
1: Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Can
3: Webb get into that group before it's all done?
1: Man, it is the biggest question out there because in Supercross, I feel like we were waiting for it. I had high hopes from coming in. And honestly, he didn't really live up to them. I mean, he really didn't get it rolling. I know he eventually got hurt, but it wasn't like he got hurt in round three. There were a lot of races where Webb was just, yeah, just okay. So I don't know right now if I can stamp that, especially yeah. coming back from injury. We just, you know, we heard, oh, once he gets on this new bike, it's going to be night and day. Well, it wasn't in Supercross. Did he have any podiums? He had podium at uh, Daytona. I think yeah. that was it.
0: Yeah.
1: So one podium. I, I it just he just hasn't done it. I mean you watch him ride and you still see flashes, you still see certain things he does on the bike where I'm like this dude still has it. uh-huh, But I don't think you can take it for granted that it's it's gonna happen, especially look, coming back from injury halfway through the year is not ideal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so I wouldn't I no, I'm not sure Yeah, he's gonna do it.
3: Yeah, so it'll be, you know, those five guys and then six they'll be Pike Bloss Webb ish. Webb Pike Bloss ish. <laughs> Phil and then Phil. <laughs>
1: Yeah, this is quite a uh, tier system that this 450 class has built up. You pretty much see those main dudes, and then you see JGR Suzuki's with whoever's on them kind of coming next. It could be Hill. It could be Pike. It was Phil. Now it's Phil on the other bike. But it's like, yeah, then, then, then Bloss is right there with them. Yeah. So, I mean, I know it sounds crazy. I know that most guys at Cooper Webb's level, if we said you'd be at the Benny Bloss level, they'd probably be like, what?
3: Yeah, yeah. But
1: look, I hate to say it. Sorry, Benny Bloss is that good? He's really good right now,
3: dude. He's been good. He is. Yeah, he charged up. He was catching Baggett at Southwick. You know, really? Yeah, he was catching him uh, at some point. You know, and then Baggett kind of pulled away a bit near the end. But he has been legit. So yes, um, yes.
1: So I know it probably sounds ridiculous to say that Cooper Webb would be at Benny Bloss's level, but it's not as ridiculous as it sounds. Partially because Benny's better than most people think
3: yeah no absolutely fly racing moto 60 show presented by get pro taper and the folks at maxis still looking to give away some stuff uh two pairs of tickets to millville and mxst tire set then a fly racing backpack uh coming up here shortly jason wygant jake nichols also coming on uh all right wygant so if you had a crystal ball and you had to look five years in the shit, Well, they'll probably still be in 250 class in five years, but...
1: No, of course, yes.
3: uh, Seven years in the future. Who do you sign? Sexton, Cooper, or Forkner? Ooh. Like, who are you picking there? Uh, Forkner's got the most experience, Cooper's the rookie, Sexton's kind of in the middle.
1: So, uh, we're definitely going to have some parents and team people and agents girlfriends probably with knives at my throat by yeah. answering this question, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, you're, you already on between, between, you're already on you the payroll for
3: somebody, so we all uh, know. Yeah, that. exactly. Yeah, you
1: yeah. can pick between Marvin and Tomac and Roxanne and pick who you think's going to win and win titles all day long. That's just part of the game. But when you start picking younger dudes, people get so offended. So offended. Um,
3: That's what we do here.
1: Yeah, 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 we'll offend people. Look, if i got to pick on what I'm seeing right now. This Justin Cooper performance is ridiculous. And I know we didn't see him much in Supercross, but at least from what I heard, he was flying at the test track in the preseason, and no. I know that's a joke. Yeah. But he was also said to be flying at the test track before the motocross season, and he actually has pretty much proven that to be
3: Yeah, true. yeah.
1: So I'm, I'm a believer. The only thing, the only thing I'm wondering is, all those Star Yamaha guys are doing so well, is their bike just that good? Like, is he getting a bump? Because this bike is, fun. I mean, dude, Colt Nichols shows up in a deep class and just is immediately tenth. And Franda shows up in a deep class and is immediately winning. And Plastiger's the points leader. Yeah, the bike's is good. His bike, bike's is good. His bike that superior?
3: Uh, I don't know about that superior, but it's fast. It's got the best motor in the class. It, I'm sorry, I talked to a team manager this week for another lights team, and he agreed. He was like, "Yeah, it's got. It's got the best motor." I'm like, right, "Wow, so that's, that's I'm just pretty- trying
1: to gauge is Cooper maybe getting a bit of a bump because of that, that's yeah. making him... I mean, look, he has the least experience at this level, and he's putting in the best results.
3: So you're signing Cooper over Forkner and Sexton for six years in the future.
1: Oh, God. All right. You bring your pitchforks, everybody. It, sure. Yes. Yeah. All right. Here it comes. Yeah. Sexton, I thought we were cool. It's over now. Yeah. And with Forkner.
3: And, um, okay, I mean... Yeah, good luck with dealing with everybody for sure.
1: I um, mean, you you maybe answer this question. There's not much I can do.
3: Yeah, no, yep. absolutely. Uh, let's get the yep. fo- phone lines here, uh, Ben. What's up? You got a goggle question?
4: Yeah, I do. I thought I had to. I thought I better call the expert to find out a uh, question I've been wanting to know for a while. Um, maybe it's a dumb question. I don't know. Uh, like at Southwick, and uh, specifically, you know, seeing Tomac flying through there. I think he was wearing roll-offs, if I'm not mistaken. And the question I have and I wear roll offs, I've run tear offs, uh, no problem with that, but the number of pulls it takes to clear your lens. So I know for me I have to pull at least three times to roll that to roll the film across. And I see the same thing. If Tomac or a racer was, you know, on a jump and needed to pull the tear off, they can they can reach up and grab so fast and whip that off and their hands back on their on the bar really, really quick. Now with the roll off, it seems like they have to pull that string a minimum of twice, from what I've seen, is that a gearing in the mechanism problem, or couldn't they speed that up so you well, can reach up and grab once?
3: It's a good question, Ben. Good job. We're going to give you a fly racing backpack for that question, by the way. Um, oh my gosh, cool! But okay, from what I know, the the X brand roll off is, and the Oakley roll off. I don't know about the Prospect goggle. Um, is one pull all the way? Is one strip across the entire lens? That's what they plan plan to do now, whether the guys don't go all the way out with their hand you know is is another question, but it's yeah one pole all the way clears your lens totally
4: okay that, that's yeah. a very good answer and a very good answer
3: and I will say that I had a couple goggle guys, and i I'm guessing you you can guess the identity of one of them again a very intense okay. a very intense goggle guy okay um was wondering why the Oakley guys were in roll offs he he said, you know, all the companies have these really good uh, sort of retainer systems around the tear-offs now, and it wasn't muddy, you know, it was just sand. And he was very wondering why Oakley guys seem to put the roll-offs on and everybody else had tear-offs on. So that, that is an interesting point, you know. So Because um, tear-offs are fine in sand, you know, without being wet sand.
1: I'm glad this question was asked. Every year when we have a mud race on the TV show, we then explain roll-offs versus tear-offs. And all the explanation ever is is you get more polls, more film out of a roll-off. You get more chances for clear vision. And I know they've improved tear-offs, but that's still the case, correct? You're talking maybe 28 tear-offs and so maybe you can get 50 yeah, poles yep. out of a roll-off, yeah, right? Yep, yep. So when we explain that, I want to go to the next level and say, okay, now anyone watching at home would be like, why would you not ever wear the roll-offs? What is the disadvantage? of ro- You're getting twice as many? Well, why would you not do it? So that's what I'm trying to understand. Maybe this is it. Maybe because, this is,
3: well, because you don't see as good through, ro- through roll-offs. You don't have as much that, of a
1: vision. You get that uh, up and down, the yeah. terrible peripheral up and down, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yes. um, so that's the point I've been trying to explain on TV over and over unsuccessfully, although they've gotten a lot better. Yeah. They're probably twice as thick as they used to be.
3: And uh, you will also see guys, they won't go through all their tear-offs in a moto. You know, they'll, just, they'll have tear-offs left over. And, and, right. and on a good day. So um you know, so it's not like they run out of tear offs very often.
1: But if you're Eli and you're just just being shit on basically for thirty minutes. Yeah. That probably was better, wasn't it?
3: Uh yes, probably, yes. But you don't
1: go so into even the though mo- it's not wet sand, it still helps.
3: Yeah, but you don't go into the modal being like, Hey, I'm gonna get shit on for thirty minutes. I'm gonna get <laughs> I'm gonna i I'm gonna sit, you know, six <laughs> feet behind a rear tire of four fifty for thirty minutes. Like you don't go into thinking that, right? Okay. but well, um,
4: maybe they should. Yeah, maybe they should.
3: All right, stay on hold, Ben. You're going to get that Fly Racing backpack, all right?
4: Great. Excellent. Hey, I appreciate that a lot. Thank you very much. No
3: worries. That's what we do here on the show. We still got one pair of tickets to give away from Millville. Uh, tits, you got to have sort of an address like around Minnesota, all right? Yep. Everybody. Uh Dark Side, what's up?
0: What's up? X-brand zip-off system, best in the business.
3: You don't if you don't wear them, you can't win.
0: Exactly. So, hey, my question, I saw on Instagram earlier this week that uh, one of the top 100 riders could not get entry at Redbud because Redbud already had too many. Do you think that the top 100 should automatically be able to get in, or is that just the rider's fault for waiting too damn long?
3: Yeah, it's the rider's fault for waiting too damn long. Yeah. I mean, what? they got to cap it at some point. Right, and, and right. By, and I... by the way, why again? These entries are up this year i think it's been crazy amount of races racers showing up at nationals
1: yeah i don't get it i've heard more guys calling me this year being like can you help me get in than i've ever i've never had to deal with that ever i've never heard of dudes getting locked out and this is what two years ago we were seeing all-time lows but here's the crazy part nothing has changed no same track same schedule same fees same cost same, same. bike same everything
3: same purse you know, same
1: purse. Yeah. It went from all-time highs to all-time lows to all-time highs in like a three-year span. Yeah. without changing anything. Yeah, yeah. I uh, get it.
3: Um, for me, for me, dark side. Yeah, enter sooner. You know what I mean? Like I don't care what number you are. Like, right. You know, sorry, so, sorry, not sorry. It's it's you're shut up. So I, I kind of felt the same way.
0: I just wanted to get your opinion, see what you thought.
3: Well, I, and then so tell the guy to blame Y again, for sure. <laughs> okay. So thanks, no, man. All right, all right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Just play him again. He runs the Nationals. Trust me, he does. Don't let him play. Yeah, I was getting
1: hit up. uh, I was actually getting hit up by Travis Del to get into Southwick. And then as you see, as you mentioned in ops, he got into the moto.
3: He did. It was awesome. Like, I was telling DC, like, we got to do more. We should do a story on these alternate guys. They're sitting down there in their gear, both motos now, waiting. Just waiting, you know? So, I don't know. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, All right, John, you want to talk about Motocross the Nations?
2: Yeah, yeah, Steve, are you there? Yeah, what's up, bud? Hey, guys, just, um, you got Weege and JT's not in the studio today, is he? No. Okay, um, just wanted to, I hate to break, I hate to be the bear of bad news here, but we got to uh, talk about the possibility of the USA not taking home the home field advantage victory here. So is who's going to be, yeah, so who are your top teams coming into it?
3: Listen, I, I'm Canadian, okay, so I am not. I know, I, and I know July Fourth was yesterday, but I am mm. not waving the red, white, and blue flag here. But USA are going to win Red Bud Motocross Nations, okay? They, they oh, are, the, yeah. they are the favorites. They will win unless disaster strikes. Look at Glen Helen are USGPs. They? Look at Lakewood. Look at Bud's Creek. Look at Unadilla in '87. Look at any sort of races you want to rj Hampshire won a mx2 gp last year on a track that he's barely ridden on and he w- doesn't win w- in the u.s w- and he doesn't win the u.s okay he's gotten one third on the year and he just worked everybody well i don't work might be a yeah. bit of a strong statement that's what's gonna happen at red butt i'm sorry europeans it's over don't even show up usa's got this <laughs> I love it. I listen, that's how I feel. I really do. Unless unless disaster strikes and Eli gets hurt, you know, we haven't even named the team yet, yeah. so so don't you know, it doesn't mean no regardless. But if we send the team of the two fifty points leader and Anderson and Barsha, Anderson or Barsha and Eli, it's it's over.
2: Yeah. No, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. This will be my first um motor designations going to I go to I'm from upstate New York, so Unidell you know, is like my home track basically that I always attend. And my dad went to the Moto designation day you unit, know, all that such stuff. So right, so uh, really looking forward to uh, meeting but, all the guys there.
3: But France will be good. France will be good. They'll have yeah. Febra and Marv and Ferrandes.
2: Probably. What is Hurling's on? What team is he on? Is he, he like Dutch he, or something? Like he that is
3: Dutch. Him? He is on. Uh, he is on the uh, Netherlands team with Koldenhoff, and uh, I forget uh, who the other guy.
1: Bogers, but Bogers has been hurt all year. Oh, yeah. They came close two years ago. I think they lost by a point. Yep. Um, Yeah. But it's basically hurlings, carrying them, and then hoping for top tens.
3: Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, they'll they'll be good. You know, uh, France will be good. Holland will be good. Belgium's always good. No matter who Belgium sends, they'll end up in the top five. You know, so.
2: Uh,
3: You want to apply racing backpack?
2: Hell yeah, dude. I'd love it. First Uh, time calling in. Already getting a prize.
3: Oh, dude. That's awesome. Stay on hold, man.
2: You guys have the thoughts, though. Thank you. Thank you.
3: What do you think? Why I got on my hot take?
1: That is a hot take. No. That is a hot take. I like the Hampshire angle, though. That's a great point.
3: Oh, dude. And look at Glenn Helen USGPs. Jesse Nelson and all the TLD guys just working everybody and, and, yes, Webb, and, Webb, and Webb winning and like, or Webb won a moto.
1: Yeah, Webb beat Hurling straight up. Yeah, in like, and,
3: dude, it's different when you're over here. They got the jet lag. They got the, the different tracks. They got all the obstacles of not being at home. You know?
1: Okay. Well, let's open the phone lines back up and uh, let's let everybody talk about Ironman last year and uh, Tomac not winning the overall and at Jacksonville last year. Just open the phones back up. Yeah. Open them up.
3: Well, okay. Well, Tomac won a moto. Tomac won a moto um, and then yep. he didn't win the other one. And yes. And uh, Ironman, yes. I mean, Hurlings could win a, a moto, but he needs teammates. He needs teammates. So, you know, I'm not saying America's going to go one, two in every moto. Yeah, I'm just saying they're yeah. going to win the overall. They will win the, the trophy. And
1: there are some very angry European fans that are like, "Oh, you're conveniently leaving out uh, MXGP at Jacksonville," but you're right. Tomac was at least equal to them, and he's got two other guys. Uh, yeah. What are what yeah. are the chances? Honestly, none of the teams are coming in besides France, where you could consider true super teams. I mean, Italy still has Caroli, but they've, their fortunes elsewise are faded. They used yeah. to have really solid teams all around. Yeah, no. Well, yeah. um, and even Belgium, I don't know if you could say they're at the peak of their game
3: no they are not I mean, they are not at the peak it's has
1: been good this year but he's been better
3: yeah yeah no it's yeah. uh it'll be a good race it'll be cool and hurlings may go 1-1 in both his motos you yep. know but uh but usa wins they get the trophy back everybody um and i'm the guy that was sitting there last year going there's no chance they win you know i mean i guess i wasn't alone i wasn't on an island but but you know i just call it like it is uh all right
1: Next question. Well, most people were being nice last year, and they didn't want to say that.
3: Right, uh, you're, Gene, just,
1: you're just the only one that's willing to well, put your I, balls on the crossbar like that.
3: I have been co- I have been told I'm a dick many times. So, um,
0: yeah. Hey, uh, Gene, what's up? Hey, what's up, Steve? Uh, first off, I got to say had a, I had the pleasure of meeting you at Southwick. You're very elusive, much like a ninja. A I've a been, <laughs> or a ninja, or whatever. I've been trying to. Run into you for the you know at supercrosses for the past couple of years, but finally managed to track you down at Southwick. Anyway, um, Southwick got me thinking. I know you've talked about it in the past about riders using IVs in between motos, and how um, if I remember correctly, they can't. It would make them ineligible or line up for the uh, second moto. Yep. So, given how hot Saturday was at Southwick, I don't know what the weather is going to be like at Redboard, but. Um, How many guys do you think are actually doing that and getting away with it? Because it was pretty brutal on Saturday.
3: Yeah, you know what? I don't really know because there's not too many guys who have motorhomes anymore, right? That's true. Marv's got one. Marv's got one. Eli's got one. Um, Kenny. Osborne, Kenny. Uh, Dude, there's not that many guys. Back in the day, there was seemingly like 10 of them, 15 of them in the pits, you know?
0: Do you think the only chance of them, if they were doing it, it would probably only be guys that, Maybe at a motorhome.
3: Yeah, yeah. You you have to do it in privacy, right? You have to do it yeah. uh, in your motorhome. Um, you know, I asked MX Sports one time. I'm like, "Hey, go in these motorhomes, knock on the door," and, and I was told that it's private property. You can't do that. So I'm like, "Okay, yeah." So
0: I, I don't... am correct in uh, assuming they can't they can't race a second motor if they get an IV, right?
3: Right. Yeah. No, if you get an IV uh, from the Asterix Alpine Star guys, that's it. You can't. You can't ride. Uh, you can't race. Yeah, makes so, sense. Right. Um, so yeah, uh, I don't know why. Gantt, what do you think?
1: I do to hear it all the time. Top rider just recently told me what like two weeks ago. He's like, "Yep, anyone that has a motorhome, they're doing it." And I'm like, "You just know this?" He's like, "Oh yeah. Why else would they have a motorhome?" Right, right. right. I'm like, all right. Why, why else would they no, have no a one? Motorhome? No one really knows. Yeah. But yeah. the other thing I hear is I've never taken an IV, but anyone who's ever taken one says, "Oh my God." Yeah. It feels so good. Yeah. That it seems crazy to think that no one does. It.
3: Oh yeah, no, it was going on back in the day. I know for sure. It was going on back in the day, and yeah. uh, it's not that hard to uh, to get certified to give one. You know, your your chick or your yeah. buddy or whatever can do it. Um, yeah. So, I, but I don't know, man. Yeah. What are you going to do? Like, how do you? You don't know, right? So true. True. I I asked MX Sports, can't you just go in the motorhomes? This is back in the day, and knock on the door, and I was told they can't. So now, what do you do? Yeah. Right. So.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah, well, I was just wondering, I mean, you know, like, I was just walking around the pits all day, and, you yeah. know, watching the regions,
3: and I was dying, I could have used an IV. I, I, so. too, I could have, too, for ma- sure. I can only imagine these guys, and yeah. I was reading
0: Southwick like, on some hot days, but I'm not doing 30
3: and 2, so. Right, yeah, exactly. Thanks, Gene, appreciate it, man, thank you. Hey, yeah, thank you, Keep uh, take care, guys. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, 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 I think it's wrong to point fingers and start yelling at people, you know, uh, that they're doing it, when you don't know. But you just go... Yeah, that's the
1: tough part. Because, look, there's a million advantages to having a motorhome at the Nationals beyond that. Like, you can't just say the only reason they have it is for IVs. The riders' meeting is at 7.30 in the morning. I don't even understand how these dudes that come from the West Coast even do it. That is 4.30 a.m. their time, riders' meeting.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, and what are these hotels? Usually 30 minutes from the track?
3: At least, yeah, if not further. Right, yeah.
1: So you're waking up probably at best the equivalent of 3:30 a.m. West Coast time to make it to the riders' meeting. He mm-hmm. sold me on a motorhome right there.
3: <laughs> well, that's why um, I, I was supposed to stay yeah. in Osborne's if he was still racing.
1: I know. This he told so... me I had free sandwiches all year long, whatever I wanted. Oh, he did.
3: Right, he said that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: said any time. Come on in. Raid the fridge. I was very See, excited. So he didn't rubbing t- my hands together. He didn't oh, tell
3: yeah. me that. He didn't tell mm. me that. Probably, because Anderson was rooming using it a lot. So. Um, <laughs> All right, hey. Before we come up with Jake Nichols to talk about Red Redbud Wygant and two hundred and fifty Diz nations stock, you just pick the points leader. Is that what you do? Is that the move? Uh, whether Amart, whether it's Pussinger?
1: Yeah, I think you do. Yeah. Uh, we're back to this strange situation where everyone's available and everyone's willing to go. So I don't see how you could possibly. Well, how would just do it the most fair way you can? Like, how could you pick Amart over a guy ahead of him on points, or yeah. vice versa?
3: Or vice versa? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay, I'll give it to you. Could be Amart. Yeah. Do we have to realize that there is a chance that Alex Martin, not because other guys were not willing to go, not because we had to move 250 guys into the 450 <laughs> class, just straight up, he was the best pick.
3: <laughs> the guy that was on 11-10 a few
1: yeah.
3: years ago, that's our best pick yep. right there. That's our guy. Because
1: remember, yeah. he, did, he was on the nation's team two years ago, but that's because Webb was the champ and had to ride a 450.
3: Yep. And this time. And he's been there for Puerto Rico.
1: Uh, apparently, Puerto Rico uh, with him and Osborne. Apparently, that's like just our farm team. Like, just right. look at Team Puerto Rico yeah. this year, and yeah. five years from now, they will have members of the real team. Yeah, say.
3: yeah. no, absolutely. Uh, hey, mm-hmm. before we let you go, Wygant, uh, Jake Nichols is on the phone. Uh, Nichols, w- welcome to the show. First of all, and uh, and Wygant um, is going to really uh, pump you up this weekend on the TV broadcast. Jake,
1: <laughs> I love this, dude. This is <laughs> I awesome. What, what, I don't even know which which class are you in.
5: Uh, Full fifties.
1: Okay. All of it. Yeah. This is wide open. Yeah, just start opportunity is there. Just hey,
3: if anybody passes nickels on camera, just start yelling USA, USA. Okay. Super <laughs> yeah. loud, you know, and just yes. just be like that. That'll be that'll be perfect. So.
1: Yeah, we're going to sell the nation's tickets based on you <laughs> so like whatever happens, we're just going to use that as leverage over, "Oh, you've got to get here in October." <laughs> Sorry. You are <laughs> the guy. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, we might do it with Marvin and Ferrandez, but let's just pick the newbie. Yeah, just, just pick just pick, pick on Nichols. Him. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. yeah,
3: absolutely. <laughs> um, all right, Wygant, well, thanks for coming on, and uh, we'll see you this weekend at Red Bud. Uh,
1: hey, Nichols, where do I find you on Saturday? I'll come by and say hi. Where are you at?
5: I have no idea where we're going to be. I'm going to be parked with Cody Cooper, so though. Oh, I don't know. All right, I'll I'll start there. That'll I that'll work. I had
3: okay. to find hey I had to find Cody Cooper at High Point because he rode so well, and he was eight miles away in the back corner, and he just finished top ten, and he finished and he finished top ten. He was so far back there, I'm like I didn't even know there was pit- pits back there. Or people that were allowed back there. So that's that, that's where you'll be, Nichols. Okay. So <laughs> Good. <laughs> uh, thanks, Wygan. Thank you.
1: All right, thanks. I'll see you Saturday, guys. See you.
3: Jason Wygan, everybody, on the Fly Race and Moto 60 show, presented by Get Pro Taper and Max's Tires. Uh, Jake Nichols, welcome, man. Uh, appreciate it. You are going to do Red Bud this weekend, and uh, that's cool, man. I'm really excited, and uh, you must be, too. Yeah,
5: really excited. Yeah, thanks for having me on, but yeah, no, uh, yeah, it's... Awesome, really big opportunity, and um, yeah, just going to have some fun and enjoy it, really.
3: Um, what do you know about Red Bud, just from what you watch on TV? And does it look does it look epic to you?
5: Um leap and drunk fans—that's about it, really.
3: <laughs> that's you pretty much covered it, right? Um, yeah, dude, you got to go up to the leap first, first few laps of practice, and just follow somebody off of it.
5: Yeah, that's that's the only choice. Yeah, like you just um, put on your. On your thing about the difference between GPs and, and AMAs, I've got to do it on the second lap, right?
3: Yeah, dude. It's for guys who come here, whether it's Rattray, Roxon, Marvin. I've talked to all of them, and you know they're still trying to figure out these tracks. And the green flag goes, and it is go time. And you're like, wait a minute, wait, wait. I'm still, I've never been here before, so that's that's an adjustment for you.
5: Yeah, definitely. I mean, to be honest with you, like I in I don't do grand prix obviously anymore, but we get we get 10 minutes pre practice in um, the British Championship, and honestly after the third lap I'm like I always feel like I'm ready to go for the time stuff. Oh, so okay. I feel yeah. like I learn tracks quite quite quick, so hopefully that will help that could be totally wrong because our tracks are never quite as big as um, what Red Bull is, so yeah. it's different.
3: Uh, seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. you got a question for Jake Nichols about, uh, his race, uh, this weekend in Redbud or even the English series in general. Um, hey, so a little bit of a mix up from what your original plan was, but, uh, thanks to the great country of Canada, you are stepping, Canada <laughs> is stepping up and helping you this weekend, huh?
5: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the super agent Noose came in again and, um, and, uh, Derek from GDR Honda, um, yeah, back, back again. I, I text. Um, I actually texted Goldie when I landed on Tuesday and said, "I'm back in fucking Canada again." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um,
3: so you were you had to change your tickets from wherever you were. Where were you gonna go? Into into South Bend well, or Chicago?
5: To be honest, yeah, I, was, I, I hadn't booked anything because I was just kind of okay. holding out on on the plans of the bikes and like Honda were Honda were going to give us a bike, but it was in California and obviously my my uh the little knowledge i have of america um it's a long way away obviously and um (laughs) (laughs) so um so yeah i had to come up with something different and it was we were to and fro in a bit and then um and then newf actually texted me and was like have you got anything sorted and i was like not really it's not looking good and this was like literally eight days ago Uh and um and then he said have you have you asked eric because he said ages ago um that you could use the bike and um and so, anyway, got got chatting with him, and he was like, "Yeah, no worries, absolutely no trouble at all." And and so, I booked a flight to um, yeah Toronto, and, and here we are, really.
3: Um, so, have you crossed the border yet?
5: Yeah, yeah, they let us in about half an hour ago. Okay, because so we were, cause a, bit, we're did, a bit nervous.
3: Yeah, how did that go? <laughs> hey, look, there's three English guys. We got a Canadian bike and a Canadian truck, and we're going to America. Yeah. Like, how was that? <laughs>
5: Yeah, it was. We oh, were a bit nervous, and like um, we we borrowed someone's truck and trailer, um, and then we got a, a bike and then a roller, like a spare a spare bike with no engine in there. Uh-huh. And it looked so so sus. Sketchy. But, um We got like <laughs> we got um, we got uh, Derek did like a letterhead, and and we, yeah, they were fine. They just checked it all out, and then we had to go in and get stamps because we had esters. But I think it's different from when you cross on land or something. But yeah, that was pretty easy. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah it's, I can imagine the customs guy is just like, what in the hell are you guys doing? Right?
5: Yeah, he was, yeah, they were a bit, and and they were like, well, how do you know these people? And I just said, just free racing. And he was like, where did you meet them? And I was like, um, in Europe. And then it was, yeah, <laughs> yeah right. It, it right. could have gone either way. <laughs> uh,
3: so you brought your suspension and the same kind of setup that you had for the Canadian race?
5: Yeah, literally just came with, with suspension and, and then spare clutches just because, yeah get through them a bit Um, and that's that's pretty much it really and just um yeah the old spare part that um we felt like we should bring right um but yeah gdr like sort of helped majorly so we're we're pretty sus to be honest
3: oh that's awesome yeah no, it's really cool the jdr jdr team and 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 digger and everybody stepping up and so it's kind of like fasciati's backup bike or something i guess
5: yeah it's actually his practice bike to be honest with you um we it's the same bike I raced at um, Popcom and he, he's been using it as a practice bike. And um, and then yeah, he he I, we, he was practicing yesterday. And then as soon as he finished, um, the boys I've got um, my mechanic and then um, engine um, builder with me. Just uh, they've come along and um, they they stripped the bike down and um, yeah, rebuilt it and um, got it ready yesterday. Um, I think they lost about five stone in in sweat, uh, five <laughs> kilos or pounds, or whatever pounds? you say. In yeah, sweat. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs>
5: um, but um, yeah, and 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 that's it really. So um, yeah, but it's, it's a good bike. Hasn't done a lot, so uh-huh. uh, should be good.
3: Um, now the uh, when you were racing in Canada, Noof was your mechanic, but he told me that the one buddy you had just pounded beers all day. Is that going to be your mechanic this weekend? <laughs>
5: No, he's actually not. He's in the the French Alps, um, beer and racing mountain bikes this weekend. So uh, we're we're a bit lighter on the beer front. But these—I mean, we're English, so the the lads, uh, the two boys that are with me, they'll be on the beers as well.
3: Yeah, uh, they'll be in lot. They'll be in lot B at Redbud, just lost forever. (laughs) It'll be it. Is Um, that where it happens? Yeah, that's that's where you don't want to go in. Bad things happen in there. Um so that's cool man, no, I'm looking forward to it. What are your expectations? What do you what are you thinking you could do?
5: oh I have no idea. A few people have asked me and um Townley was actually trying to get out of me yesterday, um he was like, Where do you think you're gonna get? and I was like, I, I honestly don't have any idea, I just and I don't really care that much. I just wanna go and enjoy it and if I'm enjoying myself I'll ride mm-hmm. how I know I can and I think I could I think I can do all right, but yep, no idea. No idea.
3: I think you'll be somewhere between eight and twelve in each moto. That's what my that's my prediction. Yeah. So no,
5: that's cool. Well, yeah. Um, Whatever. Just go for it.
3: Yeah, I like I like your program. We had you on the Popemex show a little while ago. You always uh, you wanted to race in Canada, so you went and you did popcom and you want to go to Des Nations and Red Bud's a cool track, and you got a weekend off, and you're going there. Like it's pretty cool. the The idea you have is there anywhere else on your agenda to uh, to race?
5: No, uh, not at all. Literally, uh, yeah, Canada was one that was always, I've always wanted to do, and um, was fortunate enough to do it. And obviously, made some good friends along, which has made this uh, the American round possible. And yeah, I've just always wanted to do an AMA round, um, and this one obviously lends itself because it, um, I, I don't race world championship, but I'm leading the national championship, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like a bit of a given that it might help. Helped for me to get on the Designations team so uh, yeah it's kind of two in one a little bit but yeah i'd like to do some more more rounds maybe in the future but just yeah that's it Though there's nothing else I've, I've got no interest in racing anywhere else or, or any other events
3: um have the has anybody from the, the your england great britain destinations team talked to you at all about it
5: yeah um, yeah uh, uh the uh, mark chamberlain is the team manager um and I actually rode for him about 10 years ago in a Suzuki team that he ran then. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm quite friendly with him. And he, he mentioned about a month ago or no, a little bit longer about, he asked if I was going to do the British Grand Prix and I said, no. And, and then I said, I'm going to do this round. And he was like, Oh, that's as good as, cause he just wants to see me go up against some, obviously some top level riders. Um, I'm not saying there, there isn't top level riders in the British championship. Cause like and chef and yeah. so people like that are in that championship. But, um, I can see where he was coming from, and I said, well, I'm doing it regardless of if I'm in the in the picture for the team or not. But um, obviously it's going to help if um, if all, all goes well.
3: Yeah, no, absolutely, man. It'll be fun. Hey, uh, switch into MXGP talk a little bit. Uh, can you believe this hurling guy? He uh, breaks his collarbone, and gets it plated, comes back and wins, goes 2-1. Jesus.
5: Yeah, it's, it's impressive. I can believe it. Um, I think it was... 2014, um, he lost the world championship by like um, a, a, about three or four points, and he broke. He 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 rode. I think it was four weeks or five weeks after breaking his femur, right. and it was still completely broken. And he and he still got like a le- two elevenths, but lost the championship by like a handful of points. Yeah, to so,
3: Tixier, right?
5: Yeah, the Tixier year, ahead, yeah, right? It, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, in Mexico. Yeah, so he's he's as hard as nails, and no, nobody wants it more than him. he's um He's a yeah, he's a tough character, and it's a it's amazing, really, like yeah, impressive. Yeah. Got to yeah. take
3: out of him. Yeah. No, absolutely, man. It's uh, it's pretty crazy. I would have never ever thought that he would uh, he could do that, uh, coming back that soon. But yeah, the guys, uh, the guys, unreal. Um, what? How long are you staying in America for? What do, What's your plans after the race?
5: Um, so I think we're going to try. Uh, all going well, we're going to try and drive back. Um, a little bit of the way on Saturday night after mm-hmm. the race, yeah. um, we fly out of Toronto um, Sunday night at like 9 p.m. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah. Just want to. We want to get back to the g d r place and clean the bike and get it looking good, or get it back to um, good yeah. for uh, for Colton because obviously it's his practice bike and just give it back in a in a presentable fashion.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, did Did you get impressed? Day? What happened with that? I, I asked some people. Did Did it happen?
5: Yeah. Um, I, as far as I'm aware, I'm in it. Um, I mean, I got the AMA like schedule, and it says media day is on Thursday, which is obviously today. But um, but then David Coombs texted me earlier and said, "Oh yeah, you're you're all sorted for press day." So I don't know. I mean, you tell me—is it tomorrow or today?
3: No, I think it's I think it's tomorrow.
5: Oh, cool. Well, Yeah, yeah he said just be there for, be there for noon, and, and you're you're oh, okay. sorted. So, all right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it sounds good. <laughs>
3: good to hear. Uh Jake Nichols on the uh, Fly Racing Moto Sixty Show, presented by Pro Taper and Get and our folks at Max's Tires all on board uh with us and seven oh two five eight six seven eight five seven. If you have a question for Jake about racing uh Red Bud and uh or Canadian nationals or anything else. So the last time we talked, you're leading the British series, is that still still the case?
5: It is, yeah. I've still got um a nineteen point lead. Um we had around Two two weeks ago in Northern Ireland, um, and it, it didn't go that good. I got um, a third and a fifth. I had um, two tip overs um, in each race, so it wasn't the, wasn't the best. But then Bob Rocheff, who's second, mm-hmm. he, he shared the exact same score as me, so we, I didn't really lose any any. Uh, well, I didn't lose any points to him in the championship, so um, it wasn't wasn't a bad day.
3: Oh, that's yeah, that's all right. <laughs> Pretty lucky, right, to have that happen on your on your bad day like that.
5: Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was a little bit it was but it was one of those tracks, like it was a really fast soundtrack, um and yeah, Stony and just a bit sketchy and um yeah, he, he had a couple of big crashes I think. Mine were mine were only small but it was just hard to make up the ground. But um right. our next round's in two weeks in Scotland, so um yeah, it should be should be good.
3: Awesome. Uh what number are you gonna be this week in a Red Blood?
5: Uh four five four.
3: Four five four. All right. Sounds yeah. good.
5: It's a bit of a mouthful. It sounds Chinese when you say it. <laughs>
3: yeah, kind of, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, hey, the weather's supposed to be nice too. Uh, Southwick was brutal, man, but it looks like the weather's supposed to be all right. So um, it won't be. Uh, it won't be a t-
5: uh, hopefully, it's hopefully it's cooler than what it's been the last two days in in um, Go for Dunes because we've been melting. <laughs>
3: oh, have you really? Yeah, it's been bad.
5: <laughs> um, bad. <laughs>
3: You should did you go out and ride on Gopher Dunes, go take a lap around that. It's Lomalish, bro. It's just like Lomal.
5: Yeah, I, I was lucky actually. Yesterday like Colton turned up and um and then Dylan Wright was there and they were they were going practicing and they said, Oh, you should ride with us and I, was mm-hmm. like, I haven't got a bike like, I crack on and um and then Dylan got, he, he has a four fifty practice bike yep. as well as a two fifty and he just said, Oh just ride that so I just Oh sweet geared up and did a couple of modes with him yesterday. I hadn't even been there twenty four hours, and I was out doing laps to him. So that's pretty
3: cool. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. That's that's okay. <laughs> well, uh, hey Jake, thank you. Thanks for the time on the show. I Appreciate it. Good luck this weekend in uh, in Redbud. Looking forward to seeing how you could do. And uh, yeah, man, thanks for the time.
5: No, thanks. Thanks for having me. And just want to say thanks to um, Eric and his wife Carrie for having me the last couple of days and the two two guys with me. And um, appreciate it. Appreciate everything I've done, and and thanks to you for having me
3: on the show. No worries. Thanks, Jake. See you this weekend, man.
5: Thank you. Bye. Bye.
3: Jake Nichols, everybody, racing Red Bud. Uh, Last call is uh, Cody. What's up, Cody?
5: Hey. um, So I live about 16 hours away from the nearest national. I live in Houston, and uh, I was just curious why they don't really have any down here. Is it just because of the heat?
3: Yeah, it was weather, man. When we went to Freestone, it was bad yeah. right like i don't know if you went to those or not but
5: it was yeah bad. i remember that the riders would get in like like kitty pools and stuff and yeah. with ice and stuff like that you
3: no know, we had some guys like metcalf and tomac and we had some guys that really needed had issues with heat overheating so it's just weather mm-hmm. more than anything uh, same thing with florida you know we, the series doesn't really go there either right um they used to for years but it was early it was in it was in march so um yeah, yeah. it was one of those things uh just uh more weather than anything else, man. So, are you seventeen hours from from Muddy Creek?
5: I think it's uh, Thunder Valley. I could be closer to another no, one, but th- I thought you're... that was the closest.
3: No, Muddy Creek, bro, Tennessee. How far are you from Tennessee?
5: Uh, I'm not sure. Somewhere, somewhere around there. But I know Thunder Valley is like sixteen hours.
3: Right. Right. Yeah. No, Check out Muddy Creek. Go to, go there, and that that's what the series, you know, the series said. Hey, we want to get some Southeast fans, and so we're going to put it in Muddy Creek okay cool um cool man thanks for the call thank you appreciate it fly Racing moto 60 show presented by get pro taper maxis flyracing.com get data it pro taper.com maxis.com all on board with us we're off next week this is no show no race i should say so that means no show tits Yep. You were fantastic today. Thank you. You were great. I appreciate that. Uh, Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week.